Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! And welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. It's the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host for this week, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by our Lord and Savory Snack. It's delicious cheese. Good evening, my children. And also... Was that creepy? Making, yeah, you're always creepy. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and also making her podcast debut. I've been... Mentioning her a few times on Twitter this week before this episode releases, but it is Karina, aka Retro Crystal. Good evening, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Emma from Rare, she's always telling us, you need a girl on the pod, you need a girl on the pod. So, Emma, are you happy now? <laughs> no, I think she was like hinting at the fact that she wanted it to be her. Well, it, it could be. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seriously, welcome. It's good to have you here. So just to say, this isn't a one-off appearance. Karina is joining us as the three turn into a four. So you're going to be hearing a lot of her over the next few months. And as Uncle Jesse couldn't be joining us this week, we thought this was a perfect opportunity to introduce her. So let's find a little bit more about our new host. Karina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi guys. Well, uh, I've always been interested in Gaming. I'm a little bit of a cosplayer at the side. I've uh, got a big project coming up at the moment, if I can get it done in time. What? Always, uh, at the moment, it's Mercy from Overwatch, but it's a Ooh. bit more of a challenge than I'd hoped for, time-wise. And at, at the moment, I, I'm actually contemplating not even having any wings, because they are really, really frustrating <laughs> to get together. Mer- you can't have Mercy with no wings. Yeah, yeah we, but we've got to get f- you talking to Clay, because he's always into, into <laughs> cosplay. That. No, I wanted to like full on have lights and or at least get them moving, but I don't think I'll be able to get the wings moving. But hopefully, if I can make the uh, prop wand, I can get that lit up. That'd be a good idea if I've got the time. Hopefully, before Eurogamer <laughs> in September. So yeah, I met Karina at Eurogamer, and she was in full cosplay last year. Now you you work in gaming as well, don't you? Uh, yes, I work for the game store, uh, both as a retail assistant, and I also deal with the arenas. So sometimes I host events and competitions. We have them going on every every so often. Can I just like bring you way 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 back there? You said you work for the game store. Is is there only one in England? Oh, it's literally called Game. But when you go to people, oh, I work for a game store, people are like, oh, which one? And you're like, no, Game. The Game. That sounds sounds like really confusing. (laughs) Do you have GameStop in in the UK? No, no, I don't don't think so. No, we have have CEX in Game. I think that's yeah. That's CX about and it. Game are the two biggest ones in the UK. Yeah. Oh, okay, because like I thought, GameStop was basically everywhere. I mean, we even have it in Finland. Oh no, I think the UK is the only place without GameStop. Who do you cosplay as, Karina? Do you play mostly game characters or comic book characters or a bit of everything? Uh, I try to go for a bit of everything, but mainly gaming. Like you know, some people try the whole manga anime ones, and some of them are fantastic. But I'm more into the gaming side of things, so I try to do that. Last year I did Deadpool and uh, Master Chief. That was also a challenge. I've been the little sister from Bioshock. I've been a Silent Hill nurse. I've done an Assassin's Creed, but just my own little female interpretation. So I do, I do quite a wide variety, but it's mainly gaming more than anything. Nice. Well, welcome to the podcast anyway. And traditionally, we do start this podcast with what we've been playing. So we're going to ask our new host what they've been playing this week first karina what have you been playing this week uh this week i've been playing overwatch mainly because of the new competition uh well the new season i know (laughs) well the thing is i got really salty because i got ranked really low i need to get out of the rank and hopefully hit silver you're in elo hell yeah yeah oh elo hell that takes me way back to league of legends that's not that's not a cool place to be it's always your teammates fault right yeah, of course. I'm a perfect player. <laughs> Last year, when I when I did the the Game of the Year awards for the subreddit, uh, the the most hated character 
basically. We had I had all these characters from this from you know gaming, but as a joke, I put your entire team from Overwatch, and that actually won by a landslide. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me with that game. Really, doesn't mm. surprise me. Brilliant game, but yeah, I thought I'd start the new season and go out really well. But um, apparently, the ranking system is very frustrating for me, uh, and I got really salty, but. I'll just have to keep grinding and hopefully get out of the low rank. Reese, what about you? What have you been playing this week? So uh, you guys know this already, but the people listening don't, obviously. Uh, I actually delayed the podcast by about 15, 20 minutes because uh, I've been playing Prey and I just finally managed to finish it off. I clocked in at about 25 hours and I still had a whole heap of side quests I didn't bother to do because I'm not really a not really a side quest hunter. But uh, yeah, oh, amazing game. Um, Amazing game and and such a good ending. I was uh, I was really surprised and and the game has something like eight nine different endings, uh, depending right. on what you do. Okay, so to, to just sort of without spoilers, to just sort of give you guys an idea of how flexible this game is, you can literally shoot the first person you meet in the face and kill them, and the story will react accordingly. But if you leave them alive, you know this person will be you know guiding you throughout the whole game but at any point you want you can be like you know what i've had enough of your crap you can go back and just kill them and and that changes the story like can you this, there's almost no games that do that yeah i'm intrigued with that yeah. that, that does sound really, okay, really so, interesting so there was uh basically at some points it's it's quite hyped up in the advertising material you go outside the space station and you, you sort of drift around in zero g so it's not really a spoiler but while I was out there at one point, I found a character uh, who was trapped in a like um, a piece of the room had like come out like a, a cargo bay, cargo pod. That's what I'm looking for. And he was in there. He needed help. And I could have just ignored him completely. I could have never found him. But I, I found him and I helped him and he got him back onto the station. And he actually became a, 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 a like a really central character to the plot. Like, if, if I didn't save this one dude, like, so much of the story would have just not happened. So it's, like, incredibly reactive to to what you're doing. Would you ever replay right. it and try different endings? Uh, I mean, I'd like to, but I just don't have the time. I'm just going to hit up YouTube, <laughs> to be if I'm perfectly <laughs> honest. Sorry, Arcane, it's a great game, but I just don't have the time. But yeah, no, it's incredibly replayable. And also, like, for example, even the powers that you choose change the story. A bit like Bioshock, you know, so like the more powers you use, the more, I don't know, I don't want to say corrupt you become because it's, it's not quite like that. But basically, yeah, even your upgrades affect the plot. I'm going to need to buy this. Karina, will you use your staff discount and get me it? Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's really good. Hey, it's on uh, offer I, at the moment. Yeah. And I also uh, I also very briefly tried out the new games with gold, uh, Speedrunners. Okay, I've, I've actually played Speedrunners on Steam. Ah, okay. Well, I never played it before, and I, I only gave it like a quick blast, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. I can't wait to play it uh, when my friends come over. Uh, it's definitely boring as boring as hell when you're on your own but uh with four people i think that could be like really fun about you well for me i have been playing rocket league quite a lot because we're getting towards the end of the season i saw you playing yes you did watch me play i've been playing it a lot it's the end of the season coming up and sort of the next month or so so a bit like karina i'm trying to get my rank up as high as possible it's all about those end of season rewards Oh, definitely. What what do you get on Rocket League? Do you get like like skins or fancy well, character yeah, well, portrait or what? Well, last time it was wheels. Wheels. So you got wheels that you could only use if you got to a certain rank. But, you know, if you load up a, a normal game and you see someone with grand champion wheels on or an entire team of that, suddenly the internet connection drops for some reason. Oh, wow. All yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What, what a coincidence. I, I mentioned League of Legends before and I distinctly remember connection problems whenever I saw the enemy team having like platinum... Uh, Platinum borders around their character portraits. Yeah. It's, just, oh. it's, it's, it's weird how that happens, isn't it? It's so strange. Yeah. So, so strange. But yeah, <laughs> no, I've, I've been playing a lot, a lot of that. I've also, after last week, got right into Tokyo 42. Oh, good. That is so, so much fun. See, when you learn the mechanic and the multiplayer is so different. So I, I've been playing some multiplayer for Tokyo 42. 
Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last week. We still have so, to stream that together, right? I've been so busy. Yeah, we're, go- we're going to stream that we, together. We need to. We are going to stream that together. But yeah, like, we basically, um, you're dropped into an arena where there's NPCs everywhere, and there can be two of you, so there could be a lots and lots of you, and you have to sort of blend in, and then you can send out a cat to sniff out the enemy, and once the cat sort of, like, goes alongside where the enemy is, all hell breaks loose as you try and gun each other down. But of course, if two people gun each other down, you then become visible, so someone else will enter, and maybe sneak up and try and take you out. It's a really novel twist on essentially deathmatch, but I'm having a lot, a lot of fun with it. It sounds great, a lot great like game. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It does. It is, yeah. I know you mentioned that last week, yeah. and I can really, really see the comparison, but oh, it's great. I'm having a lot, yeah. I'm having a lot, a lot of fun with it. Uh, plus, also, Alien Isolation was in sale this week, so I picked up that. You already um, own that. I, <laughs> I I had it in disc. Okay, so don't know what happened to twice. that. I now own it twice. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's all the DLC as well. Oh, oh. you didn't have so, the DLC? Yeah, I had the... They've got two missions, which are, like, reproductions of the original Alien movie. So it's sort of little vertical slices of, of those sections. Uh, the first one is the first encounter of Alien, and the second one is at the end of the first Alien movie. It's years, it's ancient, I'm not going to spoil anything, where she's detonating the ship. So you have to get to an area and detonate the ship as Ripley. Dude, so you're playing as, the movie was released yeah. in the 70s. It's not really Yeah, I know. <laughs> Imagine someone like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to get a tweet this week going, you just ruined Alien for me. <laughs> <laughs> and also pretty much know it's going to come from Canada guy uh, but um, <laughs> like it's such a good game if anyone has not played Alien Isolation by the time this goes out it's no longer in sale but you can get it online for not very much they've always said that they don't expect to ever make it a sequel I am dying for a sequel for that game me too and I tell you what the story is better than the most recent movie I like the most recent movie <laughs> no, I wasn't a big fan really? But we have to no, have a long no, and, and lengthy argument about this. <laughs> we should start a movie yeah. podcast. No, I'm not doing any more podcasts. <laughs> any more podcasts. On that note, I just want to give a, a, a quick shout out to the people in Four Guys of Quarters that appeared on and were kind enough to interview me oh, last week. So rubbish you get a interview, chance to check rubbish. <laughs> it's weird when I'm getting interviewed and not doing the interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Will we find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week? I think we probably should, yeah. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. So guys, the Reddit user uh, Weebay has mentioned that the Xbox game reviews have now been updated and you can only review or rate it if you own it yourself. What's your views on that? It never really bothered me that much. In fact, I found it really, really funny when like COD had like one-star reviews six months before it came out last year. <laughs> but... I know on the subreddit there's been a lot of people like really wanting this feature to get brought in. Now, just to clarify, you can still rate a game in advance, even if you haven't played it, which isn't ideal. But the good thing is now that not everyone can can rate a game, basically. I don't understand. Like, so if you buy the game, you can rate it before you play it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. But so. previously, anyone could go in and put a star rating or a comment on a game mm. if they owned it or not. Yes, yes. They've now restricted it to if you own the game, you can. Oh, that's fair. So if you pre-order a game, you can then rate it even in advance. Hmm. I don't know. Have Have either of you two ever rated a game on Xbox? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I guess I'm the only one out then, because my answer is a firm no. What What games did you rate? Did you rate all of them, or just any in particular? I oh, know. I think I just rated one game, and that must have been Fable, uh, Fable Two, I think, because that's one of my favourite games of all time. Ah, oh. so you give it two stars. Uh, I can't remember. I do know I rated it, but it's ages ago. I need to replay it, actually. If it's one of your favourite games, I hope it was all five. Oh, yeah. But I'm assuming so. She could be a member Mm -hmm. of the Jim Sterling Church of Reviews. You know, best game ever, two out of (laughs) ten. Wait, I I only done it when I seen a post on the subreddit that was basically saying, oh, anyone can review a game. So I just wanted to try that out and went in and just, randomly reviewed WWE 2K16 like three stars or something just to see if it worked for a game that I didn't own you know that way and it did so that's now been updated does it really matter really 
I mean, yeah. I mean, think about it. If anyone can rate a game, it sort of dilutes the experience. For example, if you look at, say, Metacritic, it is a collection of reviews by people who you presume have uh, played the game, right? You know, when you go to Amazon.com, you read the reviews and you check the that they're meant to be a review on a product by your fellow consumers. You know, the verified purchases reviews are always, you know, better than the the non-verified ones. And so I think that in a way, you know, it's it's meant to help you make a purchasing decision. So if anyone can rate that and with the amount of fanboys there are in gaming, I think it's better to be safe than sorry. And I think that the only thing they could have done is either this or had it so that it's a, like Amazon where anyone can rate but if you've bought the game, you get a little, you know, verified purchased star. It's kind of like the trip advisor, but for games. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. There you go. Because that took me a really <laughs> long time to say, and you just was like one sentence. How about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, has it ever affected you? Have you ever went in and looked at a game and seen it having three stars? <laughs> I never even scrolled down that far. <laughs> it's like once you get down past the screenshots it's like here be dragons you know like it's, <laughs> it's it's a scary place it's like reading youtube comments you know that is probably quite true, quite <laughs> true. so that star rating on the xbox consoles never going to affect me purchasing a game i don't think like i'm more likely to check out reviews watch some let's plays do something like that do a little bit more research Stream before Yes, watch a stream on Mixer. <laughs> to be honest, that's what I do. I'd rather watch streams. Then you get at least, then it's true gameplay rather than you know. I don't. I feel like you can never trust reviews. There's someone who just hates the game and just pops on and writes some salty review. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a, a stream is the purest form. It's just the same as sitting down next to someone and and watching them play. Yeah, except you can like you know type expletives at them. <laughs> well, like, like I may Stop or may not have playing Rocket League <clears throat> yeah so just to point out Reese is the biggest troll ever on streams <laughs> I was taking it to Jez and Robbie from Microsoft the other week they were playing a dual stream of Skyrim Older Scrolls Online, Online. yeah, yeah that, 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 was, that was my chat room right Reese, what's the next story right so the next topic is is that the new and awaited, because it's been a few years now, in fact, uh, Need for Speed game has been finally announced. In fact, the cover art leaked onto the internet, which was posted by user BromptonCocktail91, and I made sure to say that out loud because that's an amazing username. Uh, and then, of course, swiftly after the leak, EA decided to cut their losses and release the trailer. The campaign, apparently, it's called, oh, by the way, it's called Need for Speed Payback. The campaign was supposed to allow players to drive as one of three different characters, and you have to... Insert generic racing name yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, the racer, Mac, the showman, and Jess, the wheelman. And you have to team up to get revenge on the house. The guy who was the villain in that expansion pack for Fallout 3, New Vegas. That was the one. <laughs> that voice is really hard to do. <laughs> but anyway, essentially the game is fast and furious in, in, in video game mode mode were being promised intense heist missions and high stakes car battles are you guys interested yes i'm gonna put it out and say yes i wanted the last need for speed game to be good unfortunately i was very disappointed yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did you like the run it looks like it looks like a lot like the run it does look like the run it does look, look like the run i don't know like they needed to do something different they they tried something with the last they game and it clearly stop didn't stop making need for speed and make another burnout <clears throat> Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everyone wants to see that. But yeah, like, do you know, it was just, it was a terrible acting in the last game as well. See if they don't have more of that. Fist bumps the game. Yeah, it was, it was pretty horrible. Karina, did you play it? I'm not one for driving games, usually, because all I do is spend several hours customizing the car, and then I, within about two seconds, I've probably smashed it up. Need for Speed's perfect for you, then, because that's all you <laughs> that's do that's is what customize you kind of the do, car. isn't it? But story-wise, uh, it's not the best. I, yeah, it is a brilliant game by the looks of things. I've 
it does, if I were to get a driving game, it'd definitely be one on my list. I just think after Forza Horizon, it's just so hard for other developers now to go, yeah, what can we do that's different, that's going to be good? Yeah, there's not much. I hope that Ghost Games get it right this time. I hope they make a brilliant game. Fast and the Furious is a, a huge franchise, and to, to sort of jump on that bandwagon is not a bad idea. So... No one wants to see bad games, so let's just all hope that they pull it out of the bag and make a great game. Also this week, we didn't talk about it last week, but Games With Gold are now live, and that came from user Kez Monkey. So right now, you can pick up Speedrunners, the Xbox One game, or Assassin's Creed 3 on backwards compatibility. Uh, You also, at any point throughout the month, have an Xbox One bonus which is multiplayer DLC pack for Phantom Dust, which, of course, is free to play. Later on in the month from July... Uh, July? From June 16th, you can get Watch Dogs and Dragon Age Origins. Folks, what's your pack out of there? What are you looking forward to play? You've mentioned you've already played Speedrunners, Reese Sozer. Watch Dogs going to be next on your list? I don't know if I'd play Watch Dogs for free. They don't take that the wrong way. I know Watch Dogs gets a bad rap, but I don't really like open world games like that. I got no time for them. No, that's 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 fair comment. Also to note, there's two Ubisoft and one EA game there. Yeah, I like Ubisoft the, games for the most part, yeah. but they're open world games. The only open world games I really like are the Assassin's Creed series, and I only like them because I'm a giant history nerd and I enjoy exploring the ancient and back in time sort of locations more so than the actual gameplay. <laughs> Karina, <laughs> what about you? I've completed Watch Dogs, so I will probably. Uh, it's not a game I want to play again mainly because i've got watchdogs 2 to finish it's okay. see i found watchdogs to be quite a good game but the ending and the storyline itself i wasn't too keen on however i've heard watchdogs 2 fixes that a little bit and they've listened and seen what people have said and basically made it a lot better for the second sequel um but well first sequel sorry um so hopefully, when I do play Watch Dogs 2, it'll be a lot better. But um, I might get Assassin's Creed just because I, I'm one for the series as well. Absolutely love the series. And it'd be great to play some of the older Assassin's Creeds. Although my favourite are definitely Brotherhood and Revelation. So if they ever pop up, I'll definitely be going straight to them. Ezio's just too good of a character. Exactly. <laughs> you, you could tell that Ubisoft was like, ah, crap, when they made a side character like way better than the main character. <laughs> and yeah. to, okay, how about we just give you more Ezio? And everyone was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, I'll tell you my, my biggest issue with Watch Dogs 1, and it's, it's because of Assassin's Creed, and they have fixed it for Watch Dogs 2, is when you run at a wall, you don't jump over it. It could be two foot high and you just run into it. And I couldn't ever quite get my head around that. But I thought you could parkour in Watch Dogs. The second one you can, you can't in the first. Oh, you just sort of run into I walls. Swear I saw or you... parkour in some of the videos that, like, the commercials and trailers. The second one you can. Uh, you can sort of hop over things, but not quite uh, jump. jump. Yeah, you know, from wall to wall or things like that. It was like, they almost moved back, backwards a step with the traversity of the traversity. Is that a it word? Is now. <laughs> so you can yeah. make it a word. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So, well, you're traversing, it just became, I don't know, it just didn't feel feel fluent enough they did fix that for Watch Dogs 2 but yeah what I actually own every single one of these apart from speedrunners uh, yeah well I own both uh, Xbox 360 games but uh, at least speedrunners is is cool yeah at least speedrunners is cool this month but for me not a great month if I'm honest but I mean think about it though that's actually three triple a games plus one indie darling plus multiplayer DLC for a free-to-play game, that's actually pretty damn good. I suppose if you haven't played any of them, it's a pretty good month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for me personally, Ob- it's not, yeah. Objectively, it's great. It's just that we've already forked <laughs> over the cash, so we're like, oh, I want my free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Moving on to a story which I just can't wait to go over with you, is okay. It's just dropped today. We record this on a Monday, and it's just uh, dropped today, that Microsoft have just trademarked a new logo. By the time this has come out, it's probably already been debunked. But uh, basically, it's an S with a slash through the middle. And everyone is stating that they think that is a new Scorpio logo. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. But 
first of all, I just want to go through some of the comments on Reddit because they are absolutely amazing. People are speculating about what the Scorpio's name is going to be with this S logo, or the new console is going to be actually called, and people are calling it the Superbox, the Super Microsoft Entertainment System. Smiz. <laughs> yeah, the SMES, exactly correct. The SX box, I think that's something entirely different. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> or the Super Microsoft Entertainment and Gaming Appliance. This Megma. <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Don't Google it. Um, but ah, yes. <laughs> my sweet summer child. <laughs> but yeah, like Reddit, I love you. Someone's gave gold for that Smegma comment just to say uh, some of the creativity is absolutely great. But guys, do you think this is going to be the Scorpio logo? If it's even indeed going to be called Scorpio, what, what's your thoughts? Nah. I think they can get a bit more creative with the logo. Yeah, I mean it's it's so similar to the Xbox One S as well. I mean, and it, and it looks a lot like the Surface. I mean, everything on there's a lot of S named things on the Xbox and Microsoft. If you think about it, maybe they planned yep. it just to fool everyone. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but divert attention from something going on somewhere else. That makes perfect sense. But I just wanted to drop that story in because I thought some of the comments on the subreddit were absolutely amazing. So thank you, Reddit. You've entertained me for my working day today. <laughs> next story, Reese. So the next story is that SoundCloud is now out on the Xbox One in beta. Uh, so this was posted by user Snowlan. And... You can now listen to us talk about Xbox on Party Chat Podcast on your Xbox, which is just meta. Me being so self-indulgent, I tried this out. Yeah, me too. First, first thing I did. <laughs> so I can listen to myself talk about games while playing them. And I'm quite excited about that. As- Could do it with the podcast app, but it just feels more fluent in SoundCloud. It works really well. And it has background music oh. and, and everything. Have you checked it out yet, yeah. Karina? Uh, not yet, but definitely give it a look. If... I just need to be able to get on the Xbox, but my mum is hogging it as she's playing Mass Effect at the moment, so I barely get any time on it. Your mum's playing Mass Effect? Yeah, my whole, my whole family are that, gamers, so... That's a badass mum. <laughs> Sorry, I need to find out more about your gaming family. Yeah, so yeah, your mum yeah, plays yeah, yeah. Mass no, Effect. They, SoundCloud, they... boy. <laughs> Basically, my, uh, my whole family gamers, so my mum... Is more in the Xbox. My dad is more in the PlayStation. My sister just oh, sits no. and plays Minecraft all day, and then I have to just flip between them all whenever they're not on. So I just have to time it well. So there's no get, Nintendo get... fans in the house. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm a big Nintendo fan. I absolutely, I actually <gasps> just rebought the Nintendo Another 64 one. recently. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it came with um, the Ocarina of Time, Banjo and Kazooie, so um, Super Mario 64. So the classics are involved with it. I just need to buy the cables, but I cannot wait to set it up. Oh, we're going to get along just fine. Does no one use emulators anymore? God. Oh, I don't like simulators. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating if I use simulators. No, no, it's it's fine. It's cool. We're, we're going to get along just fine, you and me, and 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 Clay as well. <laughs> Basically, now that there's three of us, we can gang up on Ross. Oh, yeah, is he the only... I'll just talk about my adult consoles. We'll use or doing whatever you do. <laughs> right, so I think this next story is going to have to come from me. But Reddit user DJ88 Master Chief. That's, that's a, a good name, name though. <laughs> <laughs> it covers all the that's bases. It needs some X's in there though. <laughs> <laughs> 2K17. Um, announced that Rocket League second anniversary update is coming July 5th. And he posted the trailer. So this is me that's going to get very, very excited about this as there's new cars coming. There's a new crate. There's a new stadium as well as some new customizations. But for those that have been playing Rocket League since it came out on there, any new content is great. So I am very, very happy, especially with the fact that they've gotten flashy new goal explosions. We should, uh, we should try and get the guys from Rocket League back on here. I mean, this is a, a big update. It's a really well-supported game for a small little indie. 
Yeah, I don't know how well how small they are anymore after well, yeah, this game. True. If I'm honest with you, and still, I mean, they just how, sponsored a wrestling how event. Many, like, how many <laughs> indies do you know who support their games for this long? Ones that are consistently making money for that length of mm, time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> you had to go and ruin the magic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing I do like about it is I I buy keys for crates. Okay. So every time they launch a new crate, I spend a few pounds, I buy some keys, I well, unlock the crates, much like Overwatch, and I I don't mind paying a few pounds for some customizable items because the fifteen pounds that I spent on that game, I have had so much enjoyment out of that I really don't mind throwing the developers a few quid here and there for some items. But the best thing about it is if you do not want that, you can go to the options and turn off all existence of it. It doesn't go in your face. You're not given crates that you can never open. You just turn it off and it never appears in your game again. And that is a way how you support a low-price game, because it is a low-price game, through a long period. They've done it right. That's a brilliant option. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Yeah, because um, bear in mind that these, like the the new stadiums and modes that they've dropped in, all of that has all been free. They haven't charged a penny for that. It's just some new cars and some customizable options that there's only things that they'll charge you for. Well, I mean, compare that to a game that uh, was brought up earlier by Karina. That's of course Overwatch. Uh, it also has these crates, and I think they got into a little bit of controversy just the other week. When they had some sort of special event going on, I think, and someone, yeah, someone, someone did the math, and they realised that it was there was not enough hours in the day to grind to get all the skins that they had for this particular event. I, see, yeah. I, I don't actually mind that either, because I don't think you should unlock things. It removes that special idea that like my, my wife and, and, and unlocked a, a painted car that like the most recent created a car and she unlocked it in white and she was so happy because it's so rare and all she gets is people wanting to trade online and things like that if you've got and everything becomes that accessible then fair enough but i suppose what i, I can't understand is I know I'll spend a few pounds on it when you create drops that is it there'll be people that will throw lots of money at these things you know, just trying to get as much as possible. And I suppose that's where the issue lies. There's a, yeah. a not too complimentary name for people like that in the industry. They call them whales. Whales? Yeah. There's, I think I'm missing a word from that. No, no, no. They're called whales. And right. and normal gamers are called minnows. And people in the middle are called dolphins. I don't know who in the industry decided to name gamer groups based on their expenditure in somehow align them with sea creatures, but that's how it is. So I had a friend who um, did the same where he bought the highest you could of loot boxes for Overwatch and he still didn't get the skin he wanted. Oh. He was devastated. <laughs> he got he got everything but what he wanted. Your friend is a whale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's that's how it is, I guess, when you make the thing a bit like gambling. It's I guess, you know, I, I can understand both sides of the argument. In a way, like, okay, it's meant to be special. Not everyone can have it. Kind of like skins for weapons in um, Counter-Strike. Because people famously sell them for like hundreds of euros. I couldn't decide what currency to say. Uh, So I can understand that. But at the same time, also, like, it's just a... It's kind of nice to not to... It's not really nice when people lord things over you as well. Like, you know, it is nice to be able to just unlock stuff the old-fashioned way. So, yeah, I can see both sides, really. I'm not sure where I fall, actually, because, like, yeah, it's... I don't know where I fall under that. What about you, Karina? Which side of the argument are you on? I, I find I like the idea of unlocking things because it makes me want to... For example, in Overwatch, if I'm not too, if I'm a match away from leveling up, because you get a loot box every time you level up, I feel like I have to stay on and play. Um, oh, but I don't the one think more I'd match. Ever... <laughs> yeah, that's it. The one more match that turns into several hours. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I'll ever go out of my way to buy anything. I don't think I ever have actually um, ever bought anything specifically other than buying a DLC. 
I've never bought anything for like an avatar or how do you customizable. say customization. <laughs> That's the one, customizable yeah. uh, <laughs> items. But yeah, I, I feel like I understand why some games do it, and I feel everyone's got a choice. You know, they don't really force people into buying things, but. No, and I mean, really servers aren't it. free. I, I just think, like, for... I'm always talking about Rocket League, but <laughs> would the game still be getting supported right now the way it was if it wasn't for crates? Nah. Guaranteed, no. Because surely people aren't still buying it. They probably... I mean, th- think of... Think of... Um, uh, what they're called? Rockstar. GTA. They've wow. made... Yeah, they're the biggest examples. They've made more <laughs> money from microtransactions than they have from all the sales of the game. So, and when I say more money, I mean like a billion dollars. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I, I can totally see the lure. And I mean, I, I understand why they do it. Servers aren't free and, and people are willing to pay. So. I suppose it's similar to like FIFA. You see, I see so many people um, buy FIFA points <coughs> Ross. <coughs> oh, is it? Is he one yeah. of them? I mean, I'm not hey, one, you're one of them. <laughs> I'm not one for the football game itself, but the amount people spend on FIFA points—it's just the same as the GTA shark, uh, shark cards. We could probably talk about microtransactions all night, but I want to move on to the one time of the year that we get to really do some predictions. So, folks, I want to know your E3 predictions for the coming week. Of course, Sunday is a Microsoft conference, and I don't know about you, I'm super, super excited for that. Oh, so excited. So, Reese, Cannot wait. <laughs> Reese, what is your first Xbox prediction for this Sunday? No, 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 no. not me, not me. We're going to go with the, the, the newbie here. You've got to give me enough time to think. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm graciously allowing you to have more time in the spotlight. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Oh, my predictions. Karina? My prediction for E3 is I'm all about the Scorpio at the moment, mainly because I really want one, and the price tag is what's going to determine. So, yeah. So I'm hoping it's around the five... I've I've had rumours of £400. I've had rumours of £700. I'm hoping it's midway about 500 But for the Scorpio, I reckon it'll be out... I'm going to make a date. Uh, Let's see. The... Either the 12th or the 28th of September, I reckon we'll bring it out. 28th of September for £500. Yeah. Is that where you're going? That's what I'm going to go for. Ready for Christmas, because everything's always ready for Christmas. Plus, there's brilliant games coming out in October, September, October, November time. So they could easily partner it with uh, quite a few. Also, it'd be nice to see Sea of Thieves get a release date. Whether it does or doesn't. Oh, that's going to happen. You think that's That's definitely going to happen? I don't think so. Yeah. I, f- I feel like everyone's played it now. I feel like there's so many betas and alphas gone out you know that everyone's you know practically played think? it. I think that this game is going to be um, released more as like a sort of game as a service and it will undergo continuous development from release onwards. I don't know if it'll be into like early access, but I don't know if it'll get like a, a huge the game is finished style box release. I don't know why I feel that way because you know Rare doesn't release games. Well, yeah, that's that's different. Rare, I don't, to my knowledge, have never done no, that with no. a game. So, is this a prediction from you that it isn't going to be a full AAA, full price release? That it's going to be war somehow and and continually have content released? Is that a prediction from you? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't like the the idea of not calling it AAA because you know Rare is a gigantic AAA developer with like you know. 400 staff so no matter what they release yeah, it's, that's it's going to be triple a but yeah i i honestly don't think it will get like uh at least not in the beginning i don't think it will get like a, the game's done here it is i think it will be a continual like a a game as a, like one of those games as a service style things like it will be yeah continuously upgraded and and worked on i mean it it feels like an mmo waiting to happen i mean it feels more like if it was more like Destiny than Banjo Kazooie, you know, like does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 my prediction for Sea of Thieves. So my first prediction, um, and I pretty much say it any year in any podcast I'm on, is that Phil Spencer is going to come out with a T-shirt with my face on it. Your face. Yep. That's a brilliant prediction. That's that's definitely going to happen. 
Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay, it's gonna no, happen. Like, let's let's actually talk about Phil's shirts because this is my favorite topic every year. How many shirts? How many times is Phil gonna change shirt? Let's have a number. Zero. He's just gonna come out with one shirt and it's gonna have my face on it, and he's just gonna keep it on for the whole conference. Right, I'm going with six. Wait, are you guys gonna be um, streaming the E3? Yes. You know what you should do? You should have <laughs> a count in the corner and just Definitely. be every. And every time he changes, I'll just add to the count. It's Karina, stop giving me more work for the stream. That's or, <laughs> that or you play the E3 drinking game and you drink oh, every yes. time that Phil changes shirts. Yes. That's a good idea as well. <laughs> Not <laughs> on a live idea. stream. <laughs> <laughs> right, my, my next prediction is that Tomb Raider will be at the Microsoft conference and announcing a new game oh, that comes out this year. Ooh. This year? Oh, nice. They not. I really hope that's true. Um, I'm a big fan of the recent, especially the recent Tomb Raiders. Um, so good, brilliant aren't they? games. They're fantastic, and I know there has maybe been some unrealistic sales expectations for the games in the past, but like the games are so so good. It's so much fun with them. The DLC for the games was fantastic. Baba Yaga was like, awesome. I, yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing, and. I just want, I was going to say, I want to spend more time inside Lara, but that's just not what I mean. <laughs> We've all been um, there, I Ross. I want to spend more uh... time in that world. <laughs> uh, I want to spend more time in that world. And, and yeah, I, I love the stories. I love the gameplay. It's so cinematic. It's so good that I just want this to happen. And I want it sooner rather than later. I'm fed up with, it's coming next year. If they- like and then we see it again next year at E3. I just want we've been working on this. Here it is. It comes out in October. Bang! There we go. New Tomb Raider. Better than Uncharted. Do you know I recently played Uncharted and Tomb Raider, as did my wife, and we both agreed that I think the mechanics is are better in Tomb Raider than what they are in Uncharted. Absolutely, they yeah. are way better. Yeah. In fact, Uncharted realized that so hard that they included a grappling hook in the newest one. That is very true. That is very true. Mm. Karina, next production. See, I, I'm... Oh, the HoloLens. I really hope they give a bit more information on the HoloLens. I don't think they will, that's though. not a prediction. That's just an observation. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope they give more information about a product that's already been announced. <laughs> I yeah. mean... Yeah, no, I mean... I, I hope they give it a release date. Or... Okay. Or if not, I hope... I have a feeling... If they don't give it a release date, they've got to have something in the pipeline, especially with the Oculus Rift, the HTC Vive, the PlayStation VR. They need something out there or else they're just going to get too behind. But then, So is this about AR or VR? Do you think there's going to be like a, a VR or Hallwind's announcement tied in with Xbox? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Maybe yeah. Scorpio? Possibly, because uh, I'm trying to think. There was something shown or leaked very, like some small print. Um, about the that it's compatible with VR. Yeah, so I everyone started thinking, oh, okay, if it's compatible, what are they coinciding with? So ha- maybe something will be said about that. I'm not too sure. I hope they will. I'm quite a quite a big fan of the whole VR AR, and I, I really, really are interested in the Hololens. I think it's a brilliant piece of technology, and I think it's a good idea. I've always said holograms will become a thing one day. I just didn't know it'd be through xbox <laughs> that's great reese right well production it's a bit of a long shot but uh mech assault i'm calling it it's time for it to come back so i don't know what that what? is or oh, mech assault. assault that's what i said you said that is like one word it, mech assault did you say mega assault mega assault yeah i thought you said mega assault <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, I could make condiment related jokes like all day <laughs> mech assault it needs to come back. Okay. It, it's time because, you know, Blinks is not happening and they're, they're really testing the waters with like these old franchises. They re-released Voodoo Vince. They re-released Phantom Dust. I, I think Mech Assault, which was like universally well-received and actually sold quite quite decently, if I remember correctly. I think, I mean, when was the last time we had a big stompy mech game? Titanfall. Yeah, but that's not a mech game, is it? It's like, it's like... A mix of both, and so many people hated the mech stuff that they even included a mode where you, the mechs were banned. It's still a game where you're in a giant mech, yeah, yeah, but and it's a pretty good game yeah, as well. But like a game like 
in the Mech Assault series where you are a giant mech that's taller than buildings and you blow up everything. Okay, that that does sound quite fun. That does sound quite fun. Yeah, that's that's what that that's my far fetched prediction. I've not done my far fetched oh, one yet. Because you know, if I was going to make like a prediction that like is a bit more grounded in reality, I'd say, oh, I don't know, Force or Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, Reese. I think you might be disappointed. Really? Oh no. <laughs> right. Um, my next prediction is that there has been a lot of talk about that there hasn't been enough Xbox marketing deals going on um, with, with third party companies, essentially. And, you know, that's going on all over Twitter, YouTube videos, everything. And I think they may have a major one secured. And I believe that it is the next Bethesda open world game, not Fallout. Not Elder Scrolls, but the space one that's supposedly been in development for about 10 years is finally going to get announced and it's going to be have an Xbox marketing deal type thing along with it. Hmm. And be announced at the Xbox conference, not the Bethesda one. Why would they announce it at the Xbox conference, not the Bethesda one? Because Xbox is paying them money. (laughs) (laughs) I see, I see. You know, that's not too far. From I mean, no, Bethesda that's and Microsoft have one. a really good relationship. They always have had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and the games, the, the Bethesda games do run better on Xbox. Yeah. It's just for have done for a long well, I mean, time. So that the, the games running poorly on the PlayStation Three wasn't really Bethesda's fault. That was the pl- the PlayStation 3's fault basically because it was awful to program for and had only two hundred and fifty six megs of RAM. Yeah, that probably yeah, caused a little bit of an issue. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, maybe. I mean, I think that they have taken that money that they could have been wasting on these pointless one-shot money hat deals. That's how I view these advertisement deals, by the way. Pointless money hatting this, just like burning money, basically, because the game's coming out on your system anyway. I think they've taken that money and are spending it to create a new development studio. Ooh. That'd be interesting. So what? So we're going to have some a new IP announced with a new studio name? Well, think about it. Uh, two years ago, we had Scalebound and ReCore announced out of nowhere. They weren't first... Very true. Uh, well, ReCore was first party. And, yep. and Scalebound was, you know, like collaboration. So it's it's not that far. Like, it's not that far-fetched. No, it's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. You could see something like that happen. I don't know what they'd make. You could see something like that happen. Something with guns. Now, to refer to your earlier point, I disagree with the marketing deals. The general public, when they see that a game with a PlayStation logo on their TVs, they might not look to see what other consoles it's available on. They can only see exactly what's in front of them. So I do think sometimes that marketing deals can be more important than what it is for people who know what consoles and look up all the news and sit on the subreddit every day. But yeah, yeah but those people I don't disagree count. with you on that. Only people who browse the subreddit are, are like... <laughs> the main people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are, they are the main people. They are the main people. Does anyone else have any last predictions? Come on, Karina. We've uh, been talking... I was say, I did have one from what you just said, and I can't... Oh, yeah, that's it. When you um, mentioned record, do you reckon they'll bring out a sequel? No. Do you just think they'll just leave it as the, the one the one game? See... The DLC hasn't even come out I, yet for it, so... so I mean, ah, we've, yeah, that'll be I first. mean, I I love record. I have the the huge collector's edition statue. Uh, oh, I've had, got that. Oh, nice. We've had uh, even... We even had the community manager for record on here. Uh, she's she's lovely. Hi Pam. I don't know if you're listening. Maybe you are, but hi anyway. So like we're we're big Recore fans here, especially me. But uh, in in order to make a sequel, the first game has to sell. Yeah. And I don't think it did. If I'm if I'm brutally honest here, I mean it. It's already pretty niche, like a Japanese Metroid style third person shooter. It's. It's it's pretty niche. I mean, I would love to see Record too. I mean, the the lore is amazing and the the gameplay is really fun, and I I really would like to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I suppose it was one of them that a lot of people enjoyed, but I don't think it it was as big as everyone had hoped it to be. Mm. Maybe 
But then again, is, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, game where you run Mirror's Edge. Edge. Thank you, Ross. Mirror's Edge was viewed exactly the same way I'm talking about Recore, and it got a sequel. I mean, it took like 10 years, but it got a sequel. True. Yeah, no, that is true. Who knows, maybe we might see something in a few years. Mm. But, you know, Phil was just in Japan not too long ago uh, on some sort of secret mission so to meet developers. So so maybe there was something else that they're working on. I don't know. Right, so my final prediction is one that we've been seeing for a few years, but I think finally this year, this is it, Battletoads coming to Xbox One. That would be nice. Battletoads? Battletoads, yeah. Why not? Karina doesn't know what Battletoads you is. You don't know what Battletoads is? No. What? I'm sorry. Okay, so here's what you do. <laughs> you you call up the nearest game store that you probably work for and you ask if they have Battletoads. What console is that? And if they do, buy it. <laughs> it was originally on the NES. Okay, so there's there was a huge meme about harassing like secondhand video game developers asking them if they have Battletoads. I think people were even asking the guys from some secondhand American like reality TV show. But oh. uh, yeah, Battletoads, it's like a side-scrolling uh, 2.5D sort of uh, two-player beat-em-up from the, the, the NES and the SNES days. And you, you played ah. like anthropomorphic toads. I had to sl- say that word slowly. Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. I nailed it the first time. Anthropomorphic. Yeah, you did. Yeah, just think of that. <laughs> it's a good word, though. But yeah, you, you play as toads with shorts and you beat people up. I can't believe you know what just... Battle Toads is. No, I've never really heard about that game. I, I'm going to go find it. Yeah, you do. You, you got research to do. Get, get, <laughs> before up, E3, because I announced in the pick sequel. Up, um, <laughs> pick up Rare Replay. It's on there. Oh, right. Yeah, I need to get. Wasn't that not free as well? Not long. Oh no, it's not free. I'm thinking of something else. It probably will be free eventually. I'd say. I mean, it's first party. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good yeah, one. Thirty-two games for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put that in Games Pass. Yeah. So that's it. That's our E3 predictions for this year. Of course, we'll find out on Sunday what picture Phil used on his T-shirt for my face. <laughs> Before we go. I just want to say thanks to a couple of people, and that is Don't Shoot Tarney, who done the original music for this podcast and the original logo, and John Bloomer, who done the logo. I've realised I've not mentioned them really a lot, and a lot of thanks has to go out who took the time for doing that for us for free. So thank you, thanks, guys. guys. Thanks, guys. Especially, especially <laughs> the part where we didn't have to pay you anything. That was really great. Yeah, that was really good. We really, really that, liked that was that my part. favourite part. Kids also, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Karina, and thank you, Cheese, for joining us for another episode. We will see you after E three with all the news next week. So for another week, Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. They tried something with the last game and they clearly didn't. Stop making Need for Speed and make another burnout. Yeah, well, fair enough. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think everyone wants to see that. But yeah, like... Do you know, it was just... It was a terrible acting in the last game as well. See if they don't have more of that. Fist bumps the game. Yeah, it was it was pretty horrible. Karina, did you play it? Which game? Which one? <laughs> Need for oh, right, sorry, sorry. Which game? I don't know why I just asked that. Um, no, no. Um, I never. I'm not one for driving games usually because all I do is spend several hours customizing the car and then I within.